Utah and Grand County and San Juan. They dig the yellow stuff that makes the atom bomb. They do the uranium miners boogie. The uranium miners boogie. It's the uranium miners boogie. They dig digging all day long. You are listening to Men in Lead Aprons. Everything you might want to know about radiation, the good, the bad, and the not yet known. This is a regular podcast from the Columbia University Center for Radiological Research from the heart of New York City. And here are your hosts, Dr. Eric Hall and Dr. David Brenner. Welcome to the Men in Lead Aprons, a series of podcasts from the Center for Radiological Research at Columbia University in New York City. These podcasts are going to focus on the many different aspects of radiation in our everyday lives, what is good, what is bad, and what is simply not yet known. My name is Eric Hall, and for 25 years, I was director of the Center for Radiological Research. And my fellow man in lead aprons is David Brenner, who is the current director. Just a word here about the Center for Radiological Research. It was founded exactly 100 years ago by Gino Faila, who was a graduate student of the great pioneer Marie Curie. And we've been studying and teaching here the biological effects of radiation ever since. Now let me introduce my fellow man in lead aprons, David Brenner. So David, what do we mean when we talk about the good, the bad, and the not yet known. What is good? What is bad about radiation? And what is not yet known? Well, good morning, Eric. And uh, yes, indeed, we come across radiation in all sorts of different areas in our everyday uh, lives. And we will be talking much about all of these in our future podcasts. We'll be talking about radiation in the medical world, from x-rays to CT scanners to radiotherapy. We'll be talking about nuclear power in all its aspects. We'll be talking about X-ray scanners in airports. We'll be talking about radon gas in our basement. We'll be talking about the radiation from cell phones. We'll even be taking you on a trip to Mars. So that's the good. What about the bad and the not yet known? Well, it's absolutely true that uh, radiation is very much a two-edged sword with the potential for doing us a great deal of good but also the potential for harm. So the trick, and that's what you'll hear much about in these uh, podcasts upcoming, is to make sure that we get all the benefits we can while minimizing any potential harm. And I'll give you just one example to to start with. Um, In the medical world, it's just impossible to imagine any part of medicine without x-rays, and particularly these days without CT scans. Um, But the downside of radiation is that radiation does cause cancer. Before you start to panic here, low doses of radiation, like in an X-ray, increase our cancer risks by only a very small amount. And of course, there are very few things that we do in our daily lives that are totally without risk. If, if we drive a car, fly an airplane, drink wine, eat a nice steak, go swimming, all the good things in life, they all have risks associated with them. But what we do is, is that we we balance subconsciously uh, the risks and the benefits of all these things and decide when the benefits come out on top, and those are the things we do. And it's pretty well the same for every aspect of radiation. So that's the good and the bad. What about the not yet known? Ah, indeed, the not yet known. Well, here's the thing about radiation. Um, Particularly when we're thinking about low doses of radiation, very often the risks are not very well known. 
we, we do know that the risks, when the doses are small, uh, the risks are small, but we don't really know just exactly how small. And we'll be talking in future podcasts about the controversies uh, that are still raging today about this. So are you telling me that we still don't know after 100 years of research? It's true. And uh, again, we'll, we'll, we'll talk in future podcasts about why that is. Uh, I agree, it's uh, pretty extraordinary. So why don't we give our listeners just a brief flavor today uh, of what's to come in our Men in Lead Aprons podcasts in future weeks. Uh, let's start off in the hospital. Okay, well, actually, there are two very different uses of uh, radiation in, in a hospital setting. Uh, one is CT scans or, and, and x-rays in general that uh, we've just talked about. Um, and as I said, there's, there's no question that CT has, has completely revolutionized uh, the way that medical practice operates. Uh, CT scans have meant more effective surgical treatments, have meant more of more shorter hospital stays. Uh, we can eliminate an awful lot of exploratory surgeries that we used to have to do. And certainly from the point of view of cancer, better diagnosis and better treatment. And uh, if you break, your, break a limb, more efficient treatment after injury, uh, better treatment after a stroke, better treatment after uh, cardiac, after heart conditions. So CT has had an enormous impact and all for the good. Um, but as, as we're going to discuss, I mean, there are uh, radiation risks involved in CT and really we have to think about the risks and the benefits. And in general, I would say that uh, the benefits of a CT scan, if you need a CT scan, absolutely outweigh any small radiation risks. So that's one, one arm of uh, radiation in the hospital and that's uh, uh, x-rays and CT scans. The other is, uh, is for cancer treatment, and that's cancer radiation therapy or radiotherapy. And uh, it's, it's right now, uh, if, if uh, in the unfortunate situation that you're diagnosed with cancer, you've got about a 50% chance that you're going to be treated with radiation therapy. So that's, that's a pretty high uh, uh, chance. So an awful lot of people are treated with radiation therapy. Um, the, the most common uh, cancers of all, breast cancer and prostate cancer, both very commonly treated with uh, radiation therapy, sometimes in combination with other uh, modalities like surgery. Um, but radiation therapy is a fundamental part of uh, the, what, what we have available to us to treat cancer. And uh, it's generally a very effective treatment. And again, we're going to talk about that a great deal as, uh, as we progress through these podcasts. All right, so that's the hospital. Let's move now to the airport. Yeah, so the airport. Uh, everybody who's gone through uh, any airport in the past uh, decade or so uh, knows that you have to go through uh, multiple levels of security. And one of the main levels of security uh, up till a couple of years ago was the X-ray whole body scanner. Uh, if you recall in this country, in the USA, they were a, a couple of blue boxes and you walked in between them and stood there for a moment or two. Now, those were whole body X-ray scanners. And there was some radiation dose and therefore, we believe, some small radiation risk associated with, uh, with that. Um, it was a very small dose and it was a very small risk. Um, but nevertheless, 
those scanners are no longer in use either in Europe or the USA. And now we have uh, what are called millimeter wave scanners in their place, uh, which are uh, basically using the same sorts of uh, radiations that are in your microwave oven, but at a much, much lower level. Uh, interestingly, while they're gone in Europe and they're gone in this country, uh, the TSA has made some uh, noises that they're going to bring back the X-ray scanners uh, in the USA, and that's something that we'll talk about in future uh, podcasts. I'm sure we'll have to discuss nuclear power at some point, David. We'll certainly be uh, talking a lot about nuclear power, Eric, uh, in its various uh, manifestations. So, of course, we're still only a few years on from the uh, Fukushima accident in uh, Japan. And before that, uh, an even bigger accident, um, the uh, Chernobyl accident in the, uh, in, the Soviet U- in the old Soviet Union. So there are risks and benefits associated with, uh, with nuclear power. And we're going to talk a lot about those. I mean, the benefits are, are pretty clear. Uh, it's an unlimited source of uh, power, and it also avoids uh, having to use carbon fuels, which I kn- we, we all know are associated with, uh, um, um, which which we all know are associated with global warming and, and, and so on. So there are definitely upsides to nuclear power, but the downsides, of course, are. Uh, to do with the potential for accidents like at uh, Fukushima, like at Chernobyl, and and a very much smaller accident in this country at uh, Three Mile Island. And there are other downsides too in terms of uh, this spent nuclear fuel, which at the moment we don't know what to do with, so we have to store in swimming pools for years and years and years. So there are ups and downs associated with nuclear power, and it will certainly be one of our themes to try and... uh, uh, try and figure out, well, what are the risks and what are the benefits and how to balance those? Lots of questions I'd like to ask you about that, but for the present, let's uh, move back home and into the basement, assuming we've got a house with a basement. What are we talking about now? Well, if we're talking about basements and we're talking about radiation, we're talking about radon. Um, So radon is something that not everybody knows about, but actually is uh, probably the biggest source of uh, radiation exposure that anybody, uh, any of us get in our uh, everyday lives. So radon is a naturally occurring radioactive gas uh, which comes out of uh, rocks and, and soils and uh, seeps through cracks in rocks and soils to, to the surface, to, to the surface of the ground. And if your house uh, happens to be built on uh, some rocks which have uh, a lot of uranium and therefore radon in it, well, your radon can build up in your basement and can actually become a hazard. Uh, The risks of radon are breathing in radon gas, and uh, subsequently there is a risk of uh, lung cancer associated with that. Now, it's it's a pretty easy fix, in fact. All you've got to do is ventilate your uh, basement But, of course, you need to know that there's a problem in the first place, so you need to be able to test your basement to see if you've got radon gas. 
Now, I, I, I live in Manhattan on the, uh, on the 11th floor of an apartment building, so I don't have a radon problem because uh, by the time the gas uh, reaches the 11th floor, there isn't very much of it. So it really is an issue only for people who have basements and only for people who live in certain areas of uh, the United States uh, where there's particularly granite rocks under, the, under your house. I feel my cell phone is vibrating away in my pocket, but before I put it to my ear, close to my brain, let me ask, are we going to talk about the radiation from cell phones? Well, we certainly are, and that's certainly one of the uh, most common questions that uh, we get asked, uh, are cell phones safe? It's certainly a different type of uh, radiation than, than we've talked about so far. It's not X-ray type radiation, but it certainly is uh, radiation. And uh, one of our podcasts is going to be on the radiation from cell phones, from cordless phones, from overhead power lines, from microwaves, and so on. So most people would say that they're entirely safe, uh, but not everybody. It's, it's still a controversial topic, and it's something that we'll, uh, we'll talk about. So just for a moment, let's talk about one aspect of radiation that, as far as I can see, doesn't have any upside at all. Uh, and that's the possibility of radiological terrorism. Well, I'd certainly agree with you that uh, radiological terrorism has no upside whatsoever, but it, it is something that we need to uh, think about and be prepared for uh, because, as, as we'll talk about, uh, it really isn't potentially very hard for the bad guys to get hold of some radiological material and, and set off what we call a dirty bomb. Uh, actually, there, there are two types of radiological terrorism that, that we'll be thinking about. Uh, one is, is the, the real big one. Uh, what if some terrorists could actually set off an atomic explosion, a, a nuclear weapon in a big city? Now, that's technologically a pretty hard thing to do and probably pretty unlikely. But the consequences, of course, would be absolutely calamitous. I mean, the, if you recall the, uh, the, the movies of, of Hiroshima and Nagasaki, uh, that would be the consequence, and that's, as I say, almost unimaginable. What's more imaginable is, is as I say, what's called a dirty bomb, which is not to actually set off a, a nuclear weapon, but just to take some, uh, find some nuclear material and blow it up. Uh, and that's certainly possible. And we think a lot about, well, how can we prepare ourselves for, uh, for that sort of event? So I was wondering, David, um, have you seen the new movie, The Martian, where Matt Damon gets stranded on Mars for several years? Now, some people say that the worst problem he will have, but not the only problem, is radiation. What do you think? Well, I have seen the movie, and uh, I must say I would recommend it to, to you and uh, to our listeners. Uh, not bad at all. Um, but uh, you're right about the issue of radiation, which doesn't get that much of a mention in the movie. Um, so he, he gets stranded on, uh, on Mars. I don't want to give the plot away for those who haven't uh, seen it for several years, for, for five years or so. Um, and the thing about going outside our, uh, the protective atmosphere of the Earth is that any space explorer is subject to uh, increased levels of radiation. And that's because there is a lot of radiation out there in space. Uh, we on Earth are shielded from that radiation, both by uh, the, the Earth's atmosphere and also by various uh, magnetic forces which bend radiations away from the Earth. 
But once once we're outside the protective uh, region around the Earth, uh, even if we're uh, just in orbiting around the Earth, we're exposed to significant uh, amounts of radiation. And interestingly, there are different types of radiation from the sorts of radiation that we get here on Earth. They're not generally X-rays. They're, they're different types of uh, radiation exposure. And they're types of radiation exposure that we di- don't really know a lot about. And so it's pretty hard for us to estimate what the risks might be. Um, though, as we'll talk about in, in a future podcast, uh, we're trying very hard to do just that, to figure out what are the uh, radiation risks from the radiations out there in space. Well, thank you for that, David. Uh, I think our time is running out for this first uh, podcast. Uh, in it, we've tried to give you a flavor for the subjects that we plan to talk about in future podcasts. Apart from having some fun and telling some interesting stories, our real goal is for you, our listeners, to be able to make the best decisions you can when it comes to radiation. For example, should I or my child have a CT scan? Should I willingly go through the scanner at the airport? What should be my position on nuclear power? Should I worry about the radiation from my cell phone or the radon in my basement? And much, much more. So tune in to the next podcast from the Men in Lead Aprons and we start to unravel the full story of radiation. The good, the bad, and the not yet known.